go. Despite what you do, who you are, just stay true when you grind and go hard. I'm a real go-getter, put Columbia on the map. If you think I'm playing, yeah, you think I'm playing. Cause I'ma go hard and I'ma do it for my street. Welcome everybody to the Tribe 44 podcast. I am Will Rich and I am joined uh, tonight uh, by our fearless leader and uh, for the show's purposes, co-host uh, Clay Turner. Uh, and behind the desk doing some producing for us uh, is the uh, ever so talented Mr. Uh, do Everything, uh, Seth Dunbar. Uh, he's going to be doing uh, the behind the scenes work for us as we try to uh, do this new thing. Uh, we uh, we appreciate you listening. We have no idea what we're doing, uh, but we hope to have some fun, talk some sports. Um, we wanted to get a local feel. We wanted to do something for our local community, get some uh, sports talk in. Uh, Clay, how are you doing tonight? I am doing good, Will. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. I can't wait uh, to get started. I want to start off uh, again by saying thank you. I think when Clay and I and Seth uh, kind of rolled the ball around trying to figure out what we were going to do and how we were going to do this, uh, when we first put it out there that this was going to be a thing, we expected to, you know, get, what did we say, Clay, 50 likes in, in a night on that was, Facebook was... page. Yeah, I was good with like getting, you know, 15 or 20 likes. We're like, hey, you know, but instead, you know, we got a little surprise. Yeah, we're, we are, we have been blessed. We have been uh, pleasantly surprised. Even if it's for pity, I'm good with it. Hey, a pity vote. Yep. A pity vote is a vote, I'm telling you. Uh, We wanted to do this like we said, uh, in like we posted on the Facebook page uh, before we just, have always uh, had a passion for sports. We've always had a passion for our community. And we wanted to put those two things together uh, and and produce something that we thought was worthwhile. Uh, why Tribe 44? Well, we are the Adair County Indians, uh, Roll Tribe. And uh, Adair County is the 44th uh, county founded in Kentucky. Clay, did you know that? No, Will actually taught me that like two days ago when we came up with this <laughs> idea. So, you know, the phrase you learn something every day and it'll literally learn that, you know, two days ago. <laughs> and we, we will have to say, or I will have to say that clay is the uh, mastermind behind the whole operation. I am simply uh, here to keep things rolling along, keep things moving. Um, but clay is the man here. He is the tribe 44 podcast uh, leader. Uh, so with that being said, Uh, That's enough of an introduction for us. We are going to dive into basketball season in the bluegrass. Now, I know Kentucky basketball, college sports have already started, but really what we really get passionate about locally uh, amongst the state of Kentucky is our local high school teams. Uh, And that's kind of the basis behind what we're doing this podcast for. Um, whether it be basketball, baseball, football, we, you know, we are uh, what makes this state great. Our our small counties, the small towns, and the support for the local uh, team. So with that being said, bluegrass basketball is kind of underway, and we will have a special guest later on tonight. Uh, Our first special guest is going to be our uh, 
boys basketball assistant coach, Kyle Burton. So we're excited to have him on later. Uh, but first, we're going to get the ball rolling uh, with uh, an introduction or a preview of our girls' basketball season. Uh, so the Lady Indians uh, coming off of a, a, a strange year, aren't they, Clay? They are. Uh, Andrew's first year is at the helm, and, you know, anytime you have the first year, it's tough because you're trying to do things and – the coach before may have done things well and stuff, but everybody's got their own little thing on how they do things. So teaching kids how how you want things, maybe new system and everything, it's really tough that first year. But the second year, though, is a lot of times where you see improvement because they're used to the routine. They're used to everything. And, uh, I know that that first year was, was difficult on him. It was difficult on the program. It was, But I think he weathered it pretty well. I thought he uh, did a good job of – of, you know, directing the ship, kind of giving them a direction. They did show improvement. The record might not have shown it last year. Uh, what was their record last year, Clay? Do you have that anywhere I pulled think, up? I do not. I think I they won three games. I think, you're, uh, I think you're probably right. Yeah, we were 3-26, th- and 26, so not, a, not something that you uh, really uh, – you know, you don't want to remember a three and twenty-six year, and if you can say you got better at the end of a three and twenty-six year, I think you can with this uh, with this girl squad. Yeah, um, uh, at the end of the year, there was a lot more competitive. Early on, they had some games that wasn't even competitive, and you know, a loss is still a loss. But when you're competitive, you at least can build on that. You know, they say there are no moral victories, but when you when you're losing badly. And then you play the same team and don't lose as, as badly. I think you can. There's something to be said about that. They say there's no more victories, but for some reason, I just think there is. Uh, oh, it reminds, uh, yeah. It reminds me of when uh, I coached there for a little while. Clay, our first two games, I think I lost. Our team lost. Uh, I think we lost 16 to nothing, and then 20 to three. Our first two games. Uh, so I, <laughs> I kind of see uh, how you can get discouraged uh, moving forward from that. But, yeah, I'm looking at the schedule from last year right now. Played some tough teams. Had some good games on the schedule. Am I right? They did. They played Casey County. And if I'm not mistaken, I think Casey County was actually a top ten team in the state when they played. I think them. you're right. I think you're right. Uh, Casey, Casey's got a good program over there. Uh, and a lot. Marion County in her own district was very good. They, uh, one of their best players was a transfer from Taylor County, and she was really, really good. And Marion County last year, the region was super tough, but Marion County was an excellent basketball team last year. Yeah, I'm looking at this region from from last year, and you've got Bethlehem at 31 and four, Elizabethtown at 27 and six. You just got, you know. 18 and one and 14 and one respectively in the region. That's how, that's the top end of your region. You've got uh, then Marion County pretty close behind. Uh, So this, this area of girls basketball is really competitive. Uh, It's really tough. Uh, But we, you know, I started this segment talking about how we didn't want to look back at, at last year too long. And that's all I've talked about so far. So Clay, get us started talking about this upcoming, uh, 2021 girls basketball season. Okay, it's going to be like we talked about, Andrew Relaford's second year. Uh, One thing about this team is there are zero seniors. 
you know, you don't find many basketball really? teams that there are zero seniors. Uh, last year they lost J.D. Smith and Lexi Feast, two of their three leading scorers. But this year is going to be the youth movement. You're going to be playing a lot of freshmen. And besides two players, which are eighth graders, you're going to have all freshmen and all juniors. So you're talking about a team that is very, very young. Uh, and with COVID, less practice, that probably makes it even tougher. Yeah, that's something that Andrew uh, – or Coach Relford, I guess I should say, uh, he he was really adamant about uh, stress. And, you know, he, he said that uh, it's already affected with no summer basketball – uh, first day of practice was moved back to October 26th, and then they only got to practice uh, 10 times before they shut back down. Uh, then we came back. This is this is the story. This is what happened with all, not just Adair County. This is what pretty much happened everywhere, but Adair County especially, this is the specifics. So they got shut down after practicing 10 times. Then they come back on December the 14th, and then – they were only able to work on skill work, uh, conditioning, and they could not interchange between groups. Uh, and we'll we'll probably get to talk to uh, Coach Burton about this a little bit later because I think it was the same same way for the boys. Um, some schools did get to start playing this week, and others still have to wait another week or so, or even next month. Um, but some games this week have already. Uh, being canceled across the state. So there are, there is, this season is going to be marred with COVID-19 protocols because we just don't, we just don't know, do we, Clay? No, it's, uh, this year is going to be, the scheduling is going to be very flexible to say the least. Um, coaches are going to be in, you know, the phrase in coaches DMs all the time because they're going to be trying to find games because games yeah, are going to get canceled the, at the last second. They're going to be like, hey, can you come here now? Yeah, and, you know, the plus side of this is you're going to probably see some games that you wouldn't normally uh, see across the state. I'm looking at the girls' schedule this year, and it looks like they play a homeschool group out of Danville. Uh, that, yeah, that, that, and that's what I've never seen before. Yeah, I've no, <laughs> I know some homeschool groups are 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 pretty competitive. Some high, some some local ones. I know of uh, the boys program uh, down the road at uh, Galen Home. I think they they have a pretty yeah, they, tough. Yeah, they'll have some really good players occasionally, and but yeah, it may be with COVID, but there's a lot more. And I know our boys schedule. Our boys are playing a couple homeschool teams, so this may be the year of playing homeschool teams, which. There was a rule change or something to that effect, wasn't there, with with the homeschool teams being able to play and and all that? I but think I think there that, was, yes. Okay, so that's probably why we're seeing some of that. But but you know, uh, I think I do think the plus side is we're going to see some games that you know we haven't seen around here in a while. We're probably going to you know, uh, you're probably going to have to reschedule some stuff and play some teams. Just like you said, Clay, you're going to get on the. You're going to get on the email. You're going to be texting. You're going to be calling and saying, hey, I know it's a six-hour drive, but we got to get a game in. What what can we do? You know, it's we're going to probably see a lot of that. So what you see on the schedule is probably not what you're going to get. And I'd say that uh, for a young team, 
uh, that's got to be tough. What do you think? Yeah, it's going to be tough. And, you know, looking at the personnel we have, uh, like I said, we're going to be playing multiple freshmen. Now, the good part is a lot of the freshmen that are going to be playing were eighth graders last year that actually played some varsity. So that part, you know, they do have some experience. But they're still freshmen. So it's going to be tough. Uh, there's oh, going to yeah. be some kids. Who, there's going to be some kids who last year who were role players who have to now say, "Okay, you go score." It's easy yeah. to do a little role, but when you when you're told, "Hey, you have to be a scorer now," it's a totally different ball game. Yeah, and I know you're going to go into the uh, the roster a little bit, but uh, kind of got to be excited a little bit if you're a fan of the Lady Indians for the for the youth. This this group of freshmen as eighth graders were ve- were a very good ball club. They were a very good yep. group of players. Yeah, they won their they won the conference as their eighth grade year. I I think they may have won it their seventh grade year as well. I can't. I'm not 100 percent sure, but yeah. So there is what definitely a- some you know, some optimism with that and some talent and some potential with some of these freshmen. Why don't you go into the roster a little bit and we'll we'll start dissecting that a little bit before we get into the boys and get Coach Burton on the phone. Okay, uh, talk about some of the freshmen, our young ones. Uh, Hannah West, the point guard, she played some last year. As an eighth grader, uh, like most eighth graders, she had some highs and some lows. But one thing about Hannah is that she has a ton of potential. In middle school, she kind of dominated. She's someone who her speed at the middle school level, you know, really was just a lot better than everyone else. Motor is kind of what you hear about her. Just a, just got a constant motor, just going yeah. and going. Yeah. And uh, she's got a lot of potential. Uh, another freshman, Lily Loy. She uh, she didn't play a lot last year, but this year she will definitely probably get some minutes, and she's one who gives her 100% of the time. Ellie Cheatham is a freshman who actually was the second leading scorer on last year's team. Ellie is about a 5'9". Yeah, Ellie is a 5'9", 5'10", forward who she's one of the players like you really don't have to run a play for because she's going to get offensive rebounds. She's going to Yes, yeah, she's going to get all the garbage stuff. You don't want to talk she's, about a female athlete being a garbage player, especially in the way that term is – the term garbage is used today with with, uh, with kids. I know working at the high school, I hear that a lot, and it's not good. But in basketball, getting those garbage points is, is a big deal. Yeah, and Ellie said she's going to be a big vocal point for this team. And her one thing, she has size, she has length, and we will definitely depend on her for rebounding because she led – the team as an eighth grader in rebounds. Well, uh, we don't know. We don't know exactly where the points are going to come from. Uh, so you're going to have to rely a lot on those offensive boards uh, and trying yeah. to get those putbacks. Yeah. Uh, and then the other freshman, Ariana Jones, Ariana in middle school, they played a one, three, one, and she excelled being the top to one, three, one. Cause she's so active. Ariana works extremely hard and she's a girl that, plays 100% all the time and she's not afraid of anything. She will go in there, doesn't matter if they're bigger, stronger, she plays 100% all the time and that's all you can ask for as a coach. Yeah, it sounds like this whole freshman group is is just gritty. Yeah, gritty is a good word for that. And then, honestly, if you look, 
when I look at the roster, to me, gritty is one thing that I can definitely say because, like, now we're talking I about Kay- Kaylee Campbell. Kaylee Campbell would probably run through a wall if a yeah. coach turned her to. Be, uh, yeah. Kaylee's probably as coachable as you're going to find. Mm-hmm. Kaylee's going to play as hard as she possibly can, no matter what. And Kaylee will handle the ball a lot for us this year. Yeah, you've got Carly Carter. Yeah, she Carly Carter's about gritty. I've seen Carly Carter run into another girl, and basically people just boom, <laughs> strong big kid. time collisions. Yeah, we got some long uh, athletes, some long arms, some strong kids. So it's, I mean, it is. You know, you look at that three win season, but you look at this one and you say, you know what? We're going to be young. We're going to take our lumps, but we've got we've got stuff to work with. And one thing I know for a fact about this team, and this says a lot about Andrew, is this team will play hard 100% of the time. Doesn't matter, you know, what happens, they're going to play hard. Yeah. And the last junior I'm going to talk about is Amory Day. Amory Day's probably, she's played, she's got minutes for the past two two years, started some last year. And Anna Marie will be a girl who a lot of times they'll say, try to go get a bucket. Mm-hmm. Uh, and last couple of years, she's been a role player. And this yeah, is one of these step years, up this you know, year. Yeah. And she can yeah. do it. She has talent. She has good length. She has good size. She can shoot pretty well. It's going to come down to she hadn't really had to do this before. So getting comfortable, yeah. getting to your spot, and making jumpers. And you know, I don't know how much time they'll get as young as the roster is. But uh, I noticed these eighth graders on the roster, Miley Bell and Jada uh, Woolridge. Uh, I know Jada, you talk about gritty. I think that girl kind of uh, describes that uh, to a T. Yeah. And also, there's another junior, Laney Stotts. Laney's probably the most spot up shooter that we have. Uh, Laney, someone, I can't remember which game it was, but I think she made four threes, I think, one game, four or five threes. Now, is she the one, and correct me if I'm wrong, but she hasn't been playing that that long, has she? No, she. I don't know if she played any in middle school. She okay. may have, but she she's hadn't played. But then last kids. year she came out, she got some time, and she's going to be another one that will definitely get minutes because she can shoot. And in the day yeah. of 2021, well, if you, you can shoot, shoot the basketball, you're going to play. Got to score the points. And then yeah. – uh, Miley Bell, the other eighth grader, that's that's somebody that um, she's going to get a bucket. If she gets time and she gets the ball in her hand, she's going to go try to get one, isn't she? Yeah, she uh, – Miley's got a lot of potential for scoring. Miley's a pretty good shooter, and it's going to be one of them – when she comes in, she's going to be the, come in for a purpose, and that's, you know, for shooting. There, when, when Miley comes – and she's long and athletic, so don't think she doesn't have potential to uh, to get the defense rolling, but as an eighth grader – Right now, you would think that her her role, if she comes in the game, it's gonna we need some points to be yeah. put on the board. Uh, looking at the schedule, I have heard and and Clay kind of give us uh, some scoop uh, earlier uh, that we're gonna have uh, the roster is gonna look a little different for the for the first uh, couple game first game at least. Uh, am I right, Clay? Yes, uh, we'll be out one of without one of our players for at least Saturday. Okay, and we, you know, we're not going to give a name. You, if you want to, if you want to find out who it was, uh, just 
you know, listen to the game. We want you to listen to the game. And when there's a player missing, a, a, a big cog in that puzzle, just know that uh, you got the scoop from Clay Turner uh, here on Tribe 44 podcast uh, first. Um, got another uh, bit of information here recently that it's it sounds like allegedly the Henry County game is not going to happen, first game on the schedule. Yeah, that's like we were talking about earlier. That's probably going to happen a lot this year. They're going to have to be flexible. And, you know, it may even happen where some this year where I know this happened in football occasionally. A team actually gets on the bus and then they get a call that, hey, game's canceled. Yeah. So stuff like this, you know, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. So I'm sure we're working hard to try to get that game scheduled for this Saturday. But as of this moment, Henry County is not going to happen. We might play. But as of today, Henry County is not going to happen. Um, Clay, um, looking at the schedule, it it looks like we've got some winnable games. Now, I understand we're young. We're going to take some lumps. But it looks like we've got some winnable ones. Oh, we definitely do. And uh, like last year, what I hope more than anything, most importantly, is that we, we get better throughout the year. And with a young bunch, that's what you want. Because you don't want to say, well, we're just trying to get next year because we want to win now. But you always have, you know, when you're seniors, you can't be like, well, what about next year? But this is yeah. all juniors and freshmen. If yeah. we can build chemistry, if we can build, you know. The, that's the goal of this season because you don't have seniors. So it's, it's like you said, it's not a let's win now for these seniors. It's a let's get this thing rolling so these juniors and freshmen can and eighth graders can have something that they're proud of. And yeah, I think and that's what uh, Coach Relford's doing with this program. I, I, I really do. I think they're doing a good job. And uh, talking about Coach Relford, of course, his second year, JV coach is Mike Sneed. Uh, freshman Mike coach Sneed. is, I want to say Ashley Gooden, but that's not her last name anymore. No, it's uh, Harrod. She's Ashley Harrod. Harrod. Ashley yeah. Harrod. And then Stacia Hill, who actually helped my dad when he coached, is the – is a volunteer this year. Yeah, so and I she's think, got head coaching experience. When she went home to her to uh, when she went to Florida, she's got some head coaching experience as well. So we've got an experienced staff there. You won't find many girl staffs that actually have three head coaching experience because Andrew, yeah, of course, got some the head too. coach. Yeah, Mike Sneed coached boys and girls. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you have coaching experience all over, you know all over the country. Yeah, that's staff. awesome. Let's shift gears a little bit and let's go into our. Uh, boys basketball uh, preview. And for that boys basketball preview, we have uh, assistant coach Kyle Burton on the phone. Uh, Coach Burton, how are you? Doing pretty good. How are y'all tonight? We're doing just fine. Uh, I'm going to turn this over to Clay. Clay's got the the floor here uh, for the next few minutes, and I'm just going to sit back and listen to you all, YouTube basketball bennies, talk about it. So let's go. Okay, uh, Coach Burton, I had a couple questions for you. Number one, uh, I know this is a team that is ranked, you know, anywhere from ninth to tenth in the region and district. Most places, I think I've seen third. Uh, how do you feel that you guys have done in practice so far? I know practice isn't games, but a lot of times you get to see, you know, a good tell of how we're going to be based off of practice. Uh, so in practice, I think we've looked pretty good so far, um, which 
we've had to do a lot of mixing of groups. We've had some practices. We'll have seven, eight guys. There's been some, we'll have 15 guys. It just, with the COVID stuff, you kind of just do what you can. And, um, but I think so far we've looked pretty good. We've maybe only had one bad practice so far in the couple weeks we've been practicing, but, um, I think we're looking all right. Uh, I was going to ask you my next question. What is the practice in, well, 2021 now, what does the practice in 2021 look like compared to last year's practices? Uh, well, most of the practicing part is actually the same. Um, a couple of things we have to do when the kids will come in the door, we have to check their temperature with the temperature gun. Then we have to record that stuff in a computer um, after if they had symptoms, no symptoms. And um, we also, like, we, we have spray bottles to sanitize stuff. We'll sanitize balls after they're used or after practice. Um, we've had to split up numbers. Some, like, we may have one group with 10 kids and then another group with 10 kids. And just to keep them not mixing and mingling as much and then let me think the kids the kids have gaiters that we gave them um Mm -hmm. they have around their neck and if they're not in they can pull those up and uh, we try to keep everybody's distance as possible when they're not in and that that just and i'm not a i'm not a i love basketball but the ins and outs of it but that all seems detrimental to what you're wanting when you have a basketball practice. You're not wanting it's it's not football. You don't have position groups where you split off and 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 do skill sets. You have to get some camaraderie. You got to get some togetherness going. Is that has that been an issue for you all so far trying to get trying to get jailed as far as cuz the review on you all is the offensive team and I guess for an offense you really need to jail. Has that been an issue at all? No, it's not really been an issue because um, our main seven, eight guys on the varsity probably, they are always practicing together no matter what. Um, Now, some of the younger kids, maybe freshmen, sophomores, they mix and mingle. They may practice with the freshman JV group one practice. They may practice with the varsity the next practice. So they're going group to group a little more. But your seven to eight main varsity guys, they're – staying in the same flow. Uh, Coach Burton, I was going to ask you, if you had to say what the biggest strength of this year's team is, what would you say it is? Guard play. Um, Guard play? No, we do, because we have three really good guards. Um, We have, well, we got Connor Lowy back, eighth grader now. He, um, Played last year as a seventh grader, started every game. I think he averaged eight points. He He's our best three-point shooter. Um, and he's going to play a lot of point guard this year, which last year he didn't – he was more off the ball since he was – but he's got taller and gained weight and stuff. So he's, he's ready to handle the ball a lot more now. Um, Lucas Pooler back, leading scorer last year, I think 11 a game. Um, he's a junior. Great at getting to the basket. Yeah, uh, Lucas is a uh, Lucas's first step is really good. 
yeah, he's going to be get, – he'll get to the foul line a lot. Um, Aaron Steele, he came back last year, moved in from Greenwood, which previously from Adair County, but had moved down to Bowling Green. But um, he'll also start another strong Steel's athletic a, guard, good football player. I was going to say, Steele's a really good athlete. He uh, And he's one that can really get hot. Yeah, he Russell can, County game last he, year, he had – he really got hot. I think he had 20-some in that one. Yeah, if he, he makes a couple of his first shots, then look out. Uh, after that, um, Brady Cundiff, senior. Um, last year was his first year playing since he was in eighth grade. Um, he's a garbage guy, but he's a really good defender. I mean, he's about 6'3", 6'2". Another gritty kid. Athletic. Yeah. yeah. Him and Clay Giles will play rotate a bunch at the four spot. They're – Pretty similar in player, same type eyes. He had a pretty significant football injury, did he not? Uh, kind uh, of. Uh, yeah, he had something, something to do nerve with nerve issue. A nerve issue, but he's good to go. He's not okay. missed a practice. Okay, good deal. Good um, deal. yeah, him and Clay Giles will rotate a bunch at the four spot. Um, very similar players. Um, uh, and then Luke James at the five. I mean, I think, and I know. Coach Breeze isn't on here, but he would second me. Uh, we think he's going to have a huge year inside. Um, I think he had five or six games in a row there at the end of last year. He had 20 in a row in. And uh, yeah, like, We're not big time enough to get Coach Breeze yet. We're, no. We're, 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 we'll get there, I hope. But, uh, but uh, <laughs> we're not there yet. With him being 6'4", I mean, there's not a lot of 6'4s in our district or any team yeah. we'll play against. and. Um, so he's a junior as well. And then as far as the bench, um, we're, we're not 100% sure how many will play. Um, I know for sure three off the bench. Um, Giles, as I mentioned, probably. Him or Cundiff will split a lot of time at the four. Um, J.B. Pott, he's a sophomore. Uh, he got a little bit of RC time at the end of last year, but – He's similar a little bit to Clay and Brady, 6'2 kid, but he can score really, really well inside. Um, just got to get his defense there is the main thing with him. And then uh, Brayton Coomer, freshman, he's going to get a lot of time. Really? Uh, yeah. Uh, he's probably going to play – he can play two through four. Um, so one of our guards – Gets in foul trouble, he's probably coming in. Good size, Brayton's kid. Brayton's the rare form of a kid where he actually in baseball does everything right-handed, and in foot and in basketball shoots left-handed. Am I right? Yeah, lefty in basketball, um, <laughs> but also, I mean, he'll shoot floaters right-handed. I mean, he he can do it both. Um, Brayton's really grown. He's probably six one, six two now, isn't he? Yeah, he's went. He's grown three or four inches. He's six one or two now, and with a lot of room to grow too. Um, like I said, usually when you hear his name, he's one you hear only about baseball, but he can also play a little basketball too. Yeah, uh, he's he can shoot. He's long. Um, a couple of years hey, from I'll, now, he's going to be I, a stud. I'll say this. I was a little league basketball coach, me and Clay were, and I had a chance to draft him, and I drafted somebody else. I tell you what, it's one of my biggest mistakes as a coach. Coach Burton talking about 
baseball. There's actually another kid that came out that's a really good baseball player, right? Yeah, uh, Braden Rainwater, which right now he's out injured. Um, for sure, two more weeks from uh, he'll have to be um, setting out. Um, he has a couple minor stress fractures, I think, in his foot. Mm. Nothing too serious, we don't think. But um, yeah, he hasn't played since he was a freshman. He played some. Fre- he played freshman ball, and then hasn't came out since. But he's about five eleven, super athletic. I mean, yeah, he athletic kid can't teach that, can you? No, strong kid lifts all the time. Um, he's he's a gritty one. He would be a good defensive stopper. Yeah. Uh, Coach Burton, I was going to ask you this in a more lighthearted question. If you had okay. to name the funniest person on the team, coach or player, who would it be? Coach would be Daniel Hedges. Um, oh, Hedges he, is hilarious. He's always cracking jokes or trying to get the kids laughing or one of the coaches laughing. He's he's pretty funny. Huge, huge Kentucky fan too. Yeah, I co-teach with him, and uh, I tell you what, he's a great teacher. I have not been around him in, in the coaching realm, I think, but he's a great teacher. Uh, and he is, man. He is always uh, coming off with something. <laughs> yeah, he's always he's something. Uh, well, coach, uh, let me ask let me ask you this: um, If you had to pick uh, one person on the team that you would not want to thumb wrestle, who would it be? <laughs> Ooh, not want to thumb wrestle. And I have a follow up. You know, I'd probably go – well, so I'm going to go with somebody pretty strong. So I'd probably go Aaron Steele. Um, he's pretty strong. Lifts a lot. Does he have the strong think, hands? He may, he may, may not. I'm not you got to think about sure. the reach, too. you got to think about the reach with the thumb. When you're oh, going, going with we're the going, thumb. If we're going reach, then I'm definitely going Luke James then. <laughs> uh, Coach Burton, i got one last question for you, and this is kind of a – Layhard question too. Out of all the players, who is the best gamer? Oh, best gamer. Um, well, a bunch of them play. Um, I know Preston Burton's really good. Call of Duty, apparently. Um, Hayden Bennett, really good gamer. Lucas also a really good gamer. They say. I'll add this before I go, um, and it's not 100% set in stone or anything, but I think um, it's been rumored they may try to live stream some of the home games. Um, Good deal. Maybe through Tribe TV, which the Media Arts program runs. Um, If not, I think WAIN may do a Facebook Live or something. Okay, do you know what the – the attendance, you know, are people coming? What's what's the deal? The rumor is, it's not all hundred. It's not a hundred percent set in stone. But I'm what I'm hearing is four tickets a kid. Um, okay. To distribute. It's kind of like the middle school deal. How they had that set up. It'll be through online too. Is so okay. basically the kid will give whoever they want a code, and they'll go through that code, and they'll get it. Gotcha. Gotcha. Awesome. Good yeah, deal. That's what I got. All right, well, well, Coach Burton, we we look forward to listening, watching, uh, keeping up with the Indians this year, and it sounds like it's a it's going to be a, a good good season, good deal. Where uh, I'm going to get Clay's uh, insight on the rest of it. So uh, we appreciate you being on here, and we will talk to you later. All right, thank you, thank you, sir.
All right, Clay, do you have anything else to add on the uh, the basketball season? I know you had a lot prepared for that. We're running, we're running uh, close on time. We're actually a little bit No, over. you're Yeah, you're fine. Uh, all I was going to say is this should be an exciting year. Uh, the boys – one thing last year, Breeze's teams have always played really fast. And last year, due to personnel, he slowed it down a little bit. Where this year, I think he may try to speed it up a little bit more. Not as fast as we have in the past. I do think we will speed it up a little. And the guard, uh, you think you kind of need to? Yeah, and I'm just I'm looking forward to the year. You know, hopefully the boys and girls have good years. And, uh, you know, five months ago, I'd have been happy if we had even had a game. So yeah, yeah, it, anything's it gonna good. be better than what we thought was what what we thought could happen. Yes, sir. Well, Clay, uh, this has been wildly successful in my eyes. I hope. Uh, all five listeners tonight uh, enjoy the enjoy the podcast. Uh, if we get five, I think uh, surely between all our moms, we should get close to five anyway. Uh, I was going to say moms, and then make the you know my girlfriend, and then of course your wife, and you can have Dax listen to it. You know, maybe like <laughs> you can put it in his ear while are yeah. hearing me right now, and I I'm sure they're uh, rolling sure they're their so eyes proud. my attempt to uh, try to get this done, but. Uh, we're excited about it. Um, if we can get a following, if we can get listeners, we would love to continue. Uh, but this has been the Tribe 44 podcast, and we will see you again soon.